0: This is the Six Figure Home Studio Podcast, episode 41. You're listening to the Six Figure Home Studio Podcast, the number one resource for running a profitable home recording studio. Now your hosts, Brian Hood and Chris Graham. Welcome back to another episode of the Six Figure Home Studio Podcast. I am your host, Brian Hood. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Graham. Chris, do you have a green thumb? Can you keep plants alive? No. No, I can't really like even a cactus. No, I would like to be a
1: plant guy. I would like to grow things But inevitably I get too focused on business stuff or my kids and like oh that plant Uh, well
0: That's true. You've managed to keep your kids alive for years, which is probably a lot more important than keeping a plant alive Yeah, I don't have any pets or kids So i've tried in my past to have a green thumb never works out I do have a plant that's running strong for the last, I'd say, two or three months. It survived the summer. It's by my window. I feel good about that. I also, I had a sweet potato that was starting to sprout spuds. So I put that by the window as well. And that got a good six inch growth, seven inch growth on it that I ended up throwing it away, but it was fun as an experiment. Our advice to you today on the Six Figure Home Studio Podcast.
1: If you want to build responsibility, become an adult, get a plant.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. There we go. There we go. No, the reason I ask is because we we heard an interesting story. Don't know if it's true or not. It doesn't really matter. But the story is interesting, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And we think that there's some good things to pull from the story for home studio owners. So, Chris, would you like to tell this story that you heard recently? Certainly. So, I was
1: scrolling through my Facebook feeds, as you do. Waste of time. Waste of time. It was a waste of time. It's actually in the bathroom doing this. So, I wasn't wasting that much time. T-M-I. (laughs) So I run across this video and it's this I think he was a pastor He might have just been a motivational speaker and he told an interesting story and the story is this in china There is a tree and it is called the chinese bamboo tree and the chinese bamboo tree is very interesting for a couple reasons first and foremost It's a seed about the size of a walnut and you plant it in the ground And if you water and fertilize it every single day for five years you won't see anything. It doesn't do anything. But at five years, a little sprout pops up through the dirt, but only if you watered and fertilized every single day. Now, here's the catch after five weeks, right after it sprouted, it will grow to be 90 feet tall. It's absolutely massive. So here's the thing, and I think a lot of you know where I'm going with this music careers often look the same you see an artist that was touring and touring and touring and touring, grinding and grinding and grinding. And then all of a sudden one day they got on The Voice or they got on
0: American Idol. That's kind of the prevalent thought is everyone is like overnight success, but it's really, they've been grinding at it for five years.
1: Yeah. And for five years, they've seen absolutely nothing other than like maybe some people think it's cool, but their mom wants them to get a real job, that sort of thing. And we've been talking about this and just what, We can pull from this story for people that are trying to run a recording studio For a living.
0: Yeah, so this story seems pretty popular And I think the reason this resonates with so many people is because so many people are working towards a goal And for most of you listening that's some sort of audio career or maybe something even more specific within your audio career a grammy Maybe and you've been plugging away for five years 10 years 20 years some of you and you really have nothing to show for it yet It seems like it's, you know, highly motivating to think that one day after five years 10 years Whatever i'm finally going to have that that damn chinese bamboo plant sprout to 90 feet My career is finally going to take off So that is appealing to people that sort of mindset that you know, i'm just a year away I'm, just six months away. I'm just one month away But I have a problem with that mentality And I think this is kind of where I go against what the story is trying to say and That is this mindset that people Work their asses off for years and years and years then boom big bang and then their career skyrocket that's what you see on the voice or the x factor or whatever the hell american idol whatever's on tv these days That's what you see when you hear about these overnight successes in all these different areas, but that's rarely the case That is the exception usually reality is for most businesses or for most people is a slow methodical rise to the top without really any major inflection point At least that's how my career was chris was his career was very similar Most of the people I know that have successful careers in audio. That's how it is for them for Most people I know that are in businesses outside of this. That's how it's been for them Some grow faster some grow slower, but at the end of the day, it's a slow methodical rise There's never a big bang moment for any of these people and so Chris had kind of an interesting thought when it came to you know, someone planting this bamboo garden, would it make sense to plant something else instead, or at least along the way, while you're waiting for something else to sprout? Yeah. Because if your livelihood is dependent on these bamboo seeds sprouting five years from now, if for whatever reason, that was what your livelihood was, I don't know why it would be, but just say that is something has to be sustaining you along that five year span. Something has to be. Yeah. And that could be, you know, if we're talking about farming, it could be what corn, it could be. Grass grass <laughs> it, could, it could be anything really like but when we start talking about careers like we all have like that big stretch goal I hope everyone has that someone calls it, you know, the big hairy audacious goal There's like different names for like that big massive goal that everyone is striving towards If you don't have that think about what that is for your life But along the way you have to have those little goals I think we touched on the last episode a little bit in our in our ridiculous Fortnite and PUBG episode <laughs> episode 39 where we broke down really What our monthly goal was and we try to space that out even by week or by day And so instead of working towards some massive goal years and years and years from now We're all working towards our weekly goal or our monthly goal, which is a much much easier thing to tackle It's a lot less overwhelming and we get faster gratification and more importantly if you go back to our episode number 35 where we talk about speeding up that feedback loop If you can arrange your business in this way where you're working towards those shorter term sub goals as I would call it Instead of waiting for that big five-year big bang that might or might not happen in your career You're going to have not only more success. I believe in your business It's going to be a lot more tolerable and a lot less letdowns involved in your career. Well, yeah, and the big thing with the
1: bamboo tree I'm sure the story is completely false. I'm sure someone made it up at some point
0: Yeah, it's like a big motivational thing that you know If you only grind for five more years then you'll make it, you know Yeah, well, it's a message that everybody wants to hear. Ooh, that's a good way of putting it Everyone wants to hear that.
1: Yeah, the thing that's so stupid about this story Is that the person trying to grow the bamboo tree doesn't use the scientific method the scientific method is Not just planting one seed and watering and fertilizing it for five years with no feedback loop It's trying to find a way where you can gauge your success and gauge what's working So, for example, if you watered it twice a day, would it sprout in two years? Or maybe you should try to grow 15 of these at the same time, or maybe you should try to, I don't know, grow multiple plants in your garden rather than just one giant 90 foot bamboo tree. So the thing that's, I think, so interesting about that is when you have no feedback loop where it's just like, I'm just grinding and no one's telling me, hey, you could have done a better job there, or hey, you did a great job here. There's no way to improve absolutely
0: Because imagine this like you have no idea if that plant is actually alive or dead for that five years that you're watering it and Fertilizing it. It could be at the end of the five years. The thing was dead the whole time. It never sprouts And if we pull this back into our careers and stop talking about farming right now or (laughs) growing plants right now If all you're doing is blindly trudging on in the face of adversity Without any real numbers any real data any real feedback to help guide you and improve and adjust course Then you're going to be struggling for the rest of your life. Yeah, this is an interesting thing And I know there's some truth to this i'm going to butcher this But they say if a plane takes off from los angeles and is just you know one degree off in direction during the trip It's the difference between going from to like australia to japan That one degree factored (laughs) out over that distance and so without constant adjustment The plans aren't going to perfectly go in the exact correct direction the entire time They're making micro adjustments along the way without that ability to make micro adjustments in your business You could end up in a completely different place a place You don't even want to think about if you don't have feedback helping guide you along the way
1: Yeah, and so man, this is such a great topic for us because I think there's a temptation to want to believe the bamboo tree myth applies to us as audio people and really what it comes down to here is there's two hypotheses one Is If I show up and I work in the studio every day for five years I'm going to see really tiny results and then one day i'm going to win a grammy (laughs) The second hypothesis here, which is even more intense is if you win a grammy Then clients will come out of the woodwork and you'll have consistent high paying work for the rest of your life (laughs) These are two
0: large assumptions Yeah, this goes back to the book the lean startup that we talked about several episodes ago where yeah, you have these assumptions You're working towards in your business and You have to as quickly as possible Find a way to prove those assumptions or disprove those assumptions or else build your business around completely different assumptions and Building your business around the assumption that if I get a grammy, I will be successful Or the fact that I can even get a grammy if that's we're just using this for you know For examples no offense to anyone that has a grammy or is working towards a grammy We're just using this as an example here But if that's all you're working towards and you're building your business off the assumption that when that grammy comes It could come and go and never do anything to your business or you may never get it And then you've been working your entire business based around this assumption instead of a more grounded assumption of Well, if I need three thousand dollars a month, then I need to have 10 phone calls a month with 10 different artists Because I know that'll turn into three projects paying me a thousand dollars each which is three thousand dollars That's just an example by the way, right? The numbers may not pan out but that is assumption you can attest with 10 conversations Yes, just have 10 conversations with with qualified artists and you'll know what that's worth to you It may be one project and maybe zero projects. It may be 10 projects. It won't be 10 projects, but you never know (laughs) So the, we're, all we're trying to say here is don't work towards that five-year goal without having some sort of grounded assumptions You're working towards that you have a what we call a tighter feedback loop. That is today's topic in a nutshell Ha or in a bamboo shell in a chinese
1: bamboo tree nutshell <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. Let's talk about that hypothesis If I get a grammy, then I will have high pain work The problem is that when you are just starting out when you're a no-name and you're not that expensive the pool of potential clients is enormous it's absolute it's millions of people that want some sort of they want to sound better they want their music to be cooler and that's essentially what all of us do we help people make cooler music it's a large pool of clients if you get a grammy and you raise your rates a 1000% the number of potential clients goes from millions to maybe thousands. Yep. And that's a very competitive pool to be a part of that's a very competitive pool Because here's the thing other people have won grammys and now you and the other people with grammys are fighting over a considerably smaller number of people Not only that that small number of people are represented by an even smaller number of managers And of record companies. It's true. All of a sudden you don't have a million million potential clients that you can pull from you've got like a couple labels
0: Also, that's putting a lot of eggs in one like a few big baskets that if you don't win those projects We've talked about this in past episodes where if your average project size is too high or you're depending on one client For too much of your income. That's a dangerous place to be So when you're in that level it can be a feast or famine type situation where if you are no longer in vogue with that large label or that, lo- that management company, you could lose half your income overnight. And that's, that's a terrifying place to be.
1: Yeah. So, this is, I think, to kind of bring it back to the bamboo thing. Would you rather have one 90 foot long piece of bamboo or thousands and thousands of nine
0: foot long pieces of bamboo? Well, that depends on what I'm using the bamboo for, but uh, let's just say we're selling it. Well, let's get to the point here. What
1: are you going to do with a 90 foot long piece of bamboo? What's it good for?
0: It's good for nothing. Makes me feel validated. (laughs) It's bigger than everyone else's. Yeah, it looks cool.
1: (laughs) But if you are trying to grow faster growing, smaller pieces of bamboo, bamboo that grows quickly. I can sell them as like huckleberry fin fishing rods. And that, my friend, is a business. That is a business right there. Which brings me to my next point i'm going to quit audio and make fishing rods out of bamboo
0: Official announcement coming from chris graham's
1: mouth today. That's my secret project That's what i've been working on So what do you think is an important thing for people to take home from this episode chris? Right, so I think first and foremost is you need to look at your assumptions and identify them as assumptions Your assumptions might be off. I put my time in. if I quote unquote pay my dues, which side note isn't a thing (laughs) Then I'm going to get a bamboo tree, which in our industry might be a Grammy or a number one selling record. Then my next assumption is that then I'll have high paying clients forever, no matter what. Those are two enormous assumptions.
0: They may be correct though. It's not, we're not yeah. saying it's not correct. I do know people that have had number ones and had massive careers after that, but- It's not testable. Right. That's not a testable thing. It's not something that you can't build your business around that assumption. Yeah. You need to be working towards- some smaller sub goals and go back to episode number 39, where we talk about finding your freedom number. Well, here's the thing. There's a catch 22 and the catch
1: 22 is this. If you don't commit to that bamboo tree, if you don't radically drop everything and just absolutely screw verifiable hypotheses, just go for it. If you don't do that, you might never accomplish it. But on the flip side is if It's an illusion. If it's a mirage, and you go after it, you're totally screwed. So I just watched the movie Jaws uh, with my five year old for the first time. He freaking loved it.
0: He's gonna have nightmares for the rest of his life. Good job. (laughs) He loved
1: it. He's obsessed with it. So there's a crusty old fisherman in the movie. He's you know the oh fire and a do to you fire Spanish ladies. Like he's just a weirdo. And they find Jaws. They find the shark. It's a twenty five footer. It's like spoiler alert. But go ahead. They find this big shark and. (laughs) Chief brody runs inside and he grabs the radio and he starts radioing for help and this crusty old fisherman Runs in with a baseball bat and he destroys the radio Like their boat is sinking they've got a 25 foot shark that's stalking them and I forget the fisherman's name But he's full-on i'm committed. We're going head-to-head with this shark. We don't need help We have to solve this problem. I destroyed the radio and on the one hand That might be a great thing to apply to your career Damn the torpedoes. We're just going for it. And as a result of that radical commitment, you might be successful in a massive way
0: But is that the smartest way to do it?
1: (laughs) No, it's not and side note the crusty old fisherman (laughs) didn't survive. He got eaten by the shark the other two guys They lived so this sort of like being conservative Maybe not like destroying the radio. Maybe not like putting everything into one unverifiable hypothesis That's kind of what we're talking about here That if your business is predicated on this sort of well i'm gonna be famous someday mom If you're intentionally doing that and you're like I have literally burned all my bridges I smashed the radio and i'm going for it. If you've made a willful decision to do that more power to you If you've done that, but you don't recognize that's what you've done That's a problem. So I think that's probably the message. I think that we're trying to get to you here
0: So that is it for this episode of the six figure home studio podcast a little bit short of an episode i know uh, we were just trying something new we found this story and we said hey we could probably riff on this for 15 20 minutes and uh we just wanted to see what a shorter episode would do so if you like this kind of shorter format let us know uh in the six figure home studio community or you can just let us know uh by emailing us podcast at the six studio.com These are like little single serving episodes. We don't elaborate on too much. We don't go down too many rabbit holes. We just kind of stick to the point and try to get like one little idea to stick in your head. And I think these are gonna be fun uh, to do every now and again. We're not gonna make every episode this short. I personally like longer episodes, but these are nice to sprinkle in there. Uh, But yeah, just trying something new. Next week is gonna be actually an awesome episode that I'm really looking forward to putting out because we tackle something that is a problem for most people. If we talk to pretty much any Part-time home studio that exists today. We're going to say what is your number one problem and the response is going to almost undoubtedly be We don't have enough clients to stay full-time And so we're going to start a a two-part series Maybe three-part series on finding more clients for your studio So next week we're going to start part one, which is lead generation for your studio We're going to go over a lot of things related to that. So we're excited So again tune in next week 6 a.m Tuesday morning when the episode should be live Hopefully Where we're going to talk about finding more clients for your studio Happy hustling. Thanks for listening and have an awesome week.